Thanks for listening to the Home Fix Show podcast brought to you by Heating Equipment Company. All makes and models of residential and commercial furnaces and air conditioners can be serviced or installed by Heating Equipment Company, a Lennox premier dealer. 208-459-2212. This is a podcast of the Home Fix Show with Joe Prin. Hey, good morning and welcome to Live Talk Radio on News Talk KBOI. This is the Home Fix Show. I'm Joe Prin and for the next one hour. Yes, you heard that right. The next hour we'll be able to talk about the projects that you have for your house, in your house, on your house, around your house, or maybe you're helping somebody else with theirs and perhaps you have a question. What material do I use? What questions do I need to ask my contractor or the electrician or the HVAC guy? Where can I find this? How much is it going to cost? What should I do first? Any suggestions? That's what I do here. Each and every Saturday morning, we interact by you picking up your phone and punching in 208-336-3700. It's 1-800-529-KBOI is another way to do that. 208-336-3700. Or if you are unable to dial in, punch in, whatever, uh, swipe in, you can also email to joe at joeprin.com. P-R-I-N, joe at joeprin.com, and I'll get those questions here and we can go over that. Uh, yes, today is a very short program. We'll only be here till about 8.30 because it is a Bronco football Saturday today. Uh, so as soon as the show's over here at 8.30, it's on to game day with Rick Worthington and Richie Brocco, followed by the Bronco Tailgate Show with Paul J. Schneider and Wayne DeZubak, then the pregame show with Bob Beeler and Pete Cavender. And Tara, when's kickoff? About one thirty today? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, one thirty. Okay. And then after the game, uh, Mike Prater and Johnny Mallory with Bronco Game Night. So, uh, yeah, if you've got questions this morning, uh, yeah, wake up, slap the face, you know, say, wake up, wake up, drink the coffee and grab your phone, 208-336-3700. I took this opportunity this week to save some of the uh, questions that I received during the week that I thought, you know, here's something we haven't talked about in a long time. Uh, one question I got is sort of related to this, but I expand, as you know, uh, it had to do with padlocks. If you've got to lock some stuff up, uh, whether you're nearby or on your own property or somewhere else, if you have multiple padlocks, uh, the good old master lock that you think about, you know, the one on TV where you see the the bullet hitting it and it still stays locked, you know, that that kind of padlock. Um, if you, uh, if you have some of these, uh, instead of packing a whole key ring around full of, of all the different keys that fit all these different padlocks. And, uh, I don't know if you're like me, you probably got that, you know, coffee can out in the garage or six or seven padlocks in drawers and no keys for them, or you got keys and you don't know where the locks are or whatever. Anyway, you can get padlocks that are keyed alike. They're keyed to the same key so that one key fits all the different padlocks that you have. And yeah, really, I, I know that's just totally stunning this, this early in the morning, just totally stunning for you to learn that. Uh, so, around, okay, you know, maybe around your house, you may not have a lot of this, but maybe you have some rental properties or a business or something that has padlocks. This is a nice feature to have so that uh, you don't have to have all these different little keys out there. Now, you don't need to tell everybody that all these keys are keyed the same, or all these padlocks are keyed to the same key. You don't have to tell them that. They don't have to know that 
their key also fits all these other ones. Uh, that's up to you. Hardware stores can order these in in uh, boxes of usually six or 12 at a time. But also, if you go online and direct to Master Lock, you can get as many of these as you would ever want. Um, I've, I've had reasons to order in, you know, 30 and 40 from them that are all on the, the same key. And if you do need more, it's really nice because uh, your key will have an exist or have a number on it or any existing key has a number on it anyway. If you look closely at most standard master lock keys, it's a, it's an M1 style key blank. That's just uh, key terminology there. But you'll see a four-digit number stamped onto that little original M1 key. Now, if a duplicate's been made, it's not going to have that on there. But if it's an original master uh, brand key, uh, there'll be a four-digit number on it. You can always order in a lock to fit that key, and you can also order in keys to fit locks that maybe you have the number recorded for them if you lose all the keys. Uh, you can also get different styles of locks that are keyed to the same uh, key. Uh, so you could have some with a little short hoop neck on it. I forget what that's called, or the really long ones like we used to call bicycle locks and stuff. Um, all with the same key also. So as long as it uses that same style, either the M1 or the P1 blank, you can uh, key the locks to that. So, of course, all this cool convenience comes at a little bit of a higher cost, but uh, usually not more than a couple of bucks or so. So if you have, you know, four kids with bicycles and a storage shed and a boat trailer and lockers at the gym and a couple things with chains around them, you know, you may have six, eight, ten locks in your life and uh, enough keys to add a lot of confusion when you're you were trying to find all of them. So you may try to get one, uh, one set up to have them all keyed alike and, and go from there. All right, uh, let's go to our phone lines and talk with Steve in Boise about a garage floor. Good morning, Steve. Hey, good morning, Joe. Hey, just got a question. We're moving into a new property, and uh, we're wanting to finish the concrete floor in the garage. And I've been reading there's a couple of options, epoxy or a poly. Do you have any suggestions, recommendations, uh, the best? Well, um, I take it you want to do this yourself as opposed to... No, uh, no. Okay, no. so you're going to have somebody do this. Yes. Yeah, I, th- I think that's a wise choice. And just for the others listening, um, I think where most of us fall down when we try to do this ourselves, we're kind of romanced in by seeing that kit that the home center or something and, and thinking, you know, gosh, for a hundred bucks or 200 bucks, I can do this. And I think where we always kind of let ourselves down in the long run is we don't do the right prep work to the surface with uh, either the acid etches or the grinding and filling cracks and leveling stuff out like the, uh, the, the pros will do. Um, my experience is, is only been once and I've got that floor in a, a mud room of, of ours that's off of the garage and we used the epoxy, and uh, it was, it was real. Or, or no, wait a second. Now you're now you're making me question. I'm, I'm certain it was the epoxy. Um, maybe I'm wrong. It started with a primer coat that was put down, and then a color coat, and then all the little flaky stuff was was put on there really deep, and it was rolled in, and then scraped off to make sure we had an even thing and then there was two or three layers of a clear that went over the top of it but now i'm starting to think that maybe that's some sort of a 
poly, but I, I think I would say it's an epoxy because it's very hard. Um, I've slid a refrigerator freezer that's out there around on this thing, and it didn't even leave a mark. Um, it was wonderful. Uh, wow, I guess I'd have to listen to the sales pitch from the pros on, on which one and uh, look at what their you know accountability is and, the, and you know maybe the, the, the cost and also any care instructions. Um, I really don't know yeah, on they- that. I'm certain okay, I have well, the epoxy, I was, and I was, I'm real happy with that. Yeah, because I was, I was looking online, and, and uh, the, the, the comparisons are epoxy. Uh, the poly is a little more expensive for some reason, but they're, they're saying that the durability on the, on the poly is a little better than the epoxy. And I just just checking to see if you had any experiences. It's going to be a big deal. It's, it's new construction, so... Um, you know, they don't have to do all that prep work we're talking about, but right, just that, you know, yeah. So, well, I'll I'll check further. I just thought that you know, all your experience, you might sure, sure. No, I, have I done something like that. Thank yeah. you for that, because uh, the only other thing that I could think is epoxies. When I think of like epoxy glues, and when I think of poly stuff, like they're both kind of a plastic, right? <laughs> but the the epoxy uses a a catalyzing agent, which kind of kickstarts it and makes it you know dry faster um i I wonder if one system is uh, more conducive to speed than the other and and that may be the yeah yeah that's i think that's the other issue is that the poly takes a little longer to to, uh cure right uh anyway so i guess it's and, and it's a little more expensive so I, we've had a lot of people have not a lot, but several people have done that epoxy and, and well satisfied with it. So I thought, nah, I'll just yeah, we've driving off in the football today. So I thought I'd talk, call you. No, thank you for that. Yeah, we've got some great companies yeah. around here doing a lot of that. That's getting a lot more popular with the multi-use space of of garages. You know, because you may want to you know blow the cars out of there and move some stuff out and put up a ping pong table and turn on the, uh, yeah. the the beer neon and have a little party out there Friday night. <laughs> so you want it to you want it to look okay, good. What, what, yeah. Well, one more question. Do you have any any uh, folks that uh, that you suggest that we call any of your sponsors or that, do not that sp- sort of thing? No, not specifically. Um, uh, our friend uh, Don with uh, Monkey Bars, you know, the garage organizing system and uh, storage solutions. Yeah. He used to do the floors, but they're not doing it anymore. Um, okay. But but Don is very very in tune with the very best people in that business. Um, he he chose not okay. to do that just to focus in on it. I wouldn't hesitate to call Don at uh, Storage Solutions. He's on my list. Okay. If you go to JoePrin.com, that's my resource list. Uh, find Storage Solutions on there. Call Don. And ask him for a direct referral, and I'm sure he'll give you the finest person that he knows. Okay. I was just going to add one personal note. I don't know if I mentioned this to you before, but uh, you helped us when we did a remodel on uh, a home uh, many years ago. Uh, it would have been back in the 80s sometime. Wow. Uh, when you were when you were working at, uh, at the... Uh, I think it was BMC or yeah, yeah. I worked BMC, for yeah. for Boise Cascade and which became BMC West. You bet. That's how I got my yeah. start in all this craziness. 
Yeah, you are our you are our advisor. Go to advisor and help us put us put together the whole thing. So wow, anyway, we've had a long relationship. <laughs> <laughs> I look so, back at all the maybe. the TV shows and some of the radio shows, and I go, man, I can't believe I got away with spewing all that BS all those years. <laughs> yeah. I, I hope your home all is right, still so, standing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, it is. It's, it's, you know. Yeah, good. Anyway, thanks, Joe. All right. Uh, thanks, Steve. Thanks for the call. Appreciate you uh, starting us off this morning. Uh, let's take our break here, Tar, if we can. We get back. Uh, let's get back to our phone lines. Uh, irrigation and landscaping appears to be the next topic up here on the Home Fix Show. I'm Joe Prin. You are listening to News Talk KBOI. The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin will be right back on News Talk KBOI. Perhaps now more than ever, if you're looking to buy your next home, a visit with Terry Hefner and his team of mortgage professionals is critical. Market forces that used to change week to week are now changing hourly. You need information quick and it needs to be accurate. The Hefner Group at Guild Mortgage will work hard for you. Their goal is to create a positive loan experience and help you make the most informed decisions you can. Terry is a native Idahoan and has been assisting clients for over 30 years. The Hefner Group also helps first-time homebuyers achieve their dreams of home ownership. There's a lot of confusing information out there, so let Terry Hefner and his team of professionals help you with your mortgage. Call 208-599-8500 or visit terryhefner.com. 208-599-8500. Terry Hefner, NMLS 95796, company NMLS 3274. Guild Mortgage is an equal housing lender. Woodcraft of Boise is home to just about everything the professional, the garage hobbyist, or the backyard woodworker could ever need or imagine. Just take a walk through the aisles at Woodcraft. You're going to see products and materials you never knew even existed. It's amazing. And why is it there? Because Woodcraft is all about woodworking, and that is a personal expression of your taste and abilities. If they bring you the latest tools and technologies, the best finishes and hardware, and all at a price that makes sense, you can make things better and have more fun doing it. Fantastic blades and bits, the tops and tools and accessories, and yes, it's all here in Boise where you can put your hands on it, in the Overland Park Shopping Center at Cole and Overland. Want to come to a class and learn from a pro? Yep. Woodcraft does that. Stop by the store for an upcoming schedule or visit woodcraftofboise.com. Woodcraft, helping you make wood work. Your home is your sanctuary, the one place you can always relax, decompress, and chill out. It's where everything should be perfect, including your air. Heating Equipment Company helps you achieve the perfect air you deserve with reliable, groundbreaking, award-winning Lennox products. Lennox Home Comfort Systems are built to last with the newest technology that keeps your air perfect and helps you feel more relaxed and energized. And Heating Equipment Company is offering up to $1,800 in rebates on a new Lennox system or make no payments for six months when you finance a new Lennox system for as little as $132 a month on systems quoted during the rebate program dates. That's right, we're making it easier than ever to achieve perfect air in your home. To learn more, call Heating Equipment Company at 208-459-2212 today or visit us online at heatingequipmentcompany.com. For great products, big savings, and perfect air, think Heating Equipment Company, your local Lennox dealer. Terms and conditions apply. See dealer for details. 
My husband started running trucks for Master Plumbing when he was 18 years old, and I was a car hop at a local drive-thru. We went to college here, got married here, and have raised our family, you guessed it, right here in Idaho. This is home to us. It's our community. And as the area has grown, we've been fortunate to have an amazing Master Plumbing family grow with us. Their combined expertise and experience help our extended workforce family and our customers feel like nothing's ever changed. In fact, it's only gotten better. So when your water heater's not so hot, you have a shower that just, well, just won't shower, or for any other plumbing needs, reach out to Master Plumbing at 208-888-9191 or callmasternow.com. Call the masters. Call the master plumbing, the masters of the trade. For your Google Play, simply say, hey Google, play 670 KBOI. Now back to Joe Prin. This is the Home Fix Show on News Talk KBOI. I very quickly looked at what Steve was talking about in the difference between the epoxies and the urethane garage floors, the urethane looks to be more expensive. And one of the things I noticed is on the applicator side of it, the person doing the work, the uh, the, the polyurethane has a much longer what they call a pot life. It uh, uh, Because it isn't a catalyzed product, it is more forgiving over time. You, you don't have to, you know, get a move on with it. Uh, it, it it's more friendly to not hardening up while you're sitting there working with it. So uh, could be some applicator uh, benefits there. And Steve, I also looked, and of course, one of the uh, the big sponsors of Bronco football is Ropaint, uh, ropaint.com, and they pop up as one of the suppliers to uh, uh, to get that done around town here. So uh, just, just FYI. Uh, let's go to Elman and talk about irrigation and landscaping. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Hi. I'm glad I found your show. I'm fairly new to the area, and, and I love these kind of shows. Well, good. Uh, good to have you with us. Great help. Yeah, thanks for cruising by here. Hey, uh, I had a question. I'm fairly new to the area, um, and this, I moved into Canyon County, uh, Caldwell, the city of Caldwell, and um, <laughs> the irrigation, farmland irrigation thing is all new to me. Uh, ah. Where I'm from, it was all city water, and that's what you use. Sure. Um, so I have a um, – the front yard was landscaped. The, the back backyard was not. Um, however, it looks like they took the um, the farm irrigation line, which is, I guess, separate that I had to turn on. I didn't know why I didn't have water in my sprinklers <laughs> at first. <laughs> yep. And so I found the box in the front where I turned it on, and got got everything going, and then now I'm ready to do landscaping in the back. So I found another box in the back where it looks like they ran the irrigation line from the front street side to the backyard side, and then ran those lines out to the front from there, from the valves there to the front to irrigate. Right. So can I can I then tap from the valves in the backyard? to do my backyard landscaping. Is that permitted or? Yeah. So let's, let, let's look at this. Um, a sprinkler system is, uh, you know, a series of controlled leaks. That That's all it is. You, you've got uh-huh. valves that feed a zone and a zone is a separate line with a bunch of sprinkler heads on it. 
or drip lines or shrub heads or whatever, right? And Correct. so right now you probably have what? Two or three valves that feed your front yard? Yes, yeah, two valves. Okay. Two zones. So if you want to do the backyard now, what it sounds like is your contractor or the developer of that uh, put in the basic infrastructure for you where they've come off of, and we're going to get to this, pressurized irrigation. We'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, they've tied into that, ran back to your valve box, and just put in the minimum that was required to do that front yard. Uh, that has to be done to, you know, get get past codes and other stuff. Anyway, uh, so now you want to do the backyard. Are there additional valves in place that just don't go anywhere yet, or do you need to add that also? Yeah, I haven't found. I looked around and dug up, you know, the dirt they moved around when they did the original construction and i haven't found any other than those two that were ran to the back okay and you can verify this because it's it would be extreme no they wouldn't do it there's only one line so the line coming into that valve box where those two valves are there should be it's called a manifold it's just a series of teeth type fittings and the valves come off sideways off of that at the end of that manifold you could either because uh, it probably won't fit in the same valve box unless there's they put in a really big one. You can add. No, I'll need to add another box. Yeah, yeah. So you dig it up, and and you don't have to put it right next to that one. You could take and connect another main line to the end of that manifold because that has water in it all the time under pressure, and then you could run that new main line, you know, over to where it's more convenient for you or where you want the valve box to be. Maybe not out in the middle of the grass or something or up against the house. So you can now put another box with some more valves in it anywhere you want and then put in the lines that will feed the additional sprinkler heads. Hopefully they also ran a wire into that box to those valves that goes to a timer somewhere. Uh, I found that. Yeah. And there's a couple of uh, open um, extra wires. uh, Yeah. Yeah. The, the white is your common wire. So that will have to be extended into the other valve box also. And then uh, if you need to add more wire to it, just count it up and see if it's a seven strand or a nine or a 13 or something, and just get another piece of wire with that so that you can, the red wire still continues to be the red wire and the green wire continues to be the green wire. Otherwise it gets really confusing (laughs) and you don't want to do that. Um, Yeah, because then you can just hook them up at the timer end and hook them up to your new valves and and you're ready to go. You've just expanded the system that was already in place. Now, as far as how this all works, uh, Boise was built on a series of canals, uh, you know, 100 and some years ago, where that's what brought irrigation to this high desert. The only reason stuff is green here is it's either grown alongside the river or irrigation supplied the water for it. And there were some canals that went in in the very beginning of, you know, civilization kind of being here in the, in the modern sense. And then other ones were added over time. Off of those canals, there are pump stations in some cases for neighborhoods where they've, uh, they've, they've done a pressurized irrigation system. Or they may have some kind of a, a well set up or something. And what they're doing is they're providing you off of a water right that they have, they're providing water to, to you. And you, you subscribe to that. That's part of being in the neighborhood. That's either part of your homeowner's dues or something. You're paying for that water. Um, 
that water it could be limited by the irrigation season. And as you heard, we've been in a drought this year, and a lot of the canals and a lot of water has shut down early. Traditionally, when it's a high water year, uh, it's usually around October 15th. But uh, many of those canals have already been shut off and are dry now. And uh, so, you know, you may or may not have water today. Um, if you do, you know, it's probably maybe on a, on a well system with a water right rather than a, uh, a canal pumping system. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping to get this project done as soon as possible. I still have water going through there. Well, and the other thing, too, is whether it's uh, you also need to check with your homeowners association and find out if they're going to blow out your sprinkler lines or that's up to you. And it's probably up to you uh, where you would shut off from the main supply. And then uh, you need to blow out all those lines. Otherwise, they're going to freeze this winter and you'll destroy all your pipes and your fittings and your heads. Uh, that's a good, good point. Thank yeah. you. So you want to get in connection with somebody that does does do that. But I would check with your homeowners association first and see if they have somebody that uh, is servicing the neighborhood for you. I will do that. Yeah. Uh, one quick question before I, before I let you go yeah. again. Um, is, do you, should there be enough pressure to add the additional um Irrigation lines. Oh yeah, that? yeah. You you could yeah. add a hundred zones because you're only going to have one of them going at a time. You don't okay. run all these at the same time, and that has nothing to do with pressure. That has to do with the volume of water. You know, if you had a six-inch water line, you could probably run 500 sprinkler heads all at once. But you've probably only got a one-inch line, which is going to flow about 20 some gallons a minute at the most. So you're only going to be able to run, you know, eight or nine sprinkler heads at a time. Otherwise, there's there's more water trying to get out than what's coming in. That's where we're back to that series of leaks again. If, uh, if there's not enough water coming in, then the water can't get out. Excellent. Well, I appreciate yeah. all your help. You bet. Thanks for the call. We'll be back right after the news. Stay tuned for that. Another half hour of Home Fix coming up. Renewable Energy Northwest built a home with a contractor, Northern Construction, in Sand Hollow, Idaho, with solar thermal radiant floor heat and cooling. This 4,500 square foot home, the total energy bill in August of 2020 was $80. In September, they got the solar PV up and running, and now the Idaho power bill will be $5.20 per month. Because the HVAC for the home is so efficient, along with the hot water, the solar PV needed was half the amount of a home this size would normally take. The homeowners were just telling Carl from Renewable Energy Northwest how comfortable the home is with warm, comfy floors and no air blowing around to dry out your skin. Renewable Energy Northwest installs four different types of radiant heat and cool. On slab, under subfloor, on top of subfloor, and warm board applications. They can also heat your pool in the summer with the same system. Please call for a free site assessment, 208-577-6537, or visit RenewableEnergyNWLLC.com. Isn't it great knowing that when you need a Realtor, you could have Idaho's number one Realtor working for you? That's right, if you make a call to Matt Bauscher, you'll be treated with respect and professionalism no matter the size of your transaction. You've heard Matt here on the Home Fix Show with me. You've heard callers that have become his clients. Matt and his team are on top of what's happening in Idaho minute by minute, neighborhood by neighborhood. Choose quality and professionalism. Choose Matt Bauscher for your Realtor. 
Visit BowsherRealEstate.com or call Matt at 208-631-3870. That's 208-631-3870. In accordance with fair housing laws, Matt Bowsher provides equal professional service without regard to the race, color, religion, sex, handicap, familial status, national origin, favorite football team, or sexual orientation of any prospective client, customer, or the residents of any community. This is a podcast of The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin. And it's a Bronco football Saturday today. I'm only going to be with you here for another 25 minutes or so at 8.30. We'll turn it over to Game Day with Rick Worthington and Richie Brockle, followed by the Bronco Tailgate Show with Paul J. Schneider and Wayne DeZubak. Then on to the pregame show with Bob Beeler and Pete Cavender, and kickoff is scheduled today at 1.30 p.m. Uh, stay tuned after the game as Mike Prater and Johnny Mallory uh, chat with you, and you can chat with them on uh, Bronco game night and throughout all of it broadcast excellence will be taking place because tara is in charge of everything here and we'll see to it that it it all happens and quite don't well. you forget that that's right that's right got to take care of tara yep uh 208-336-3700 is how you join us now this is home fix i'm joe prin and this is a program where i do my best to try to answer questions you have about working on your home or maybe even somebody else's and you may need some material advice or cost or what to do first or second or where to find something or who knows what it is, but uh, whatever you're working on, maybe you're uh, trying to get those last summer projects out of the way or starting to look towards fall for what you need to do. And uh, maybe you ran into something. I can, perhaps I can help you. Who knows? 208-336-3700. And we can talk. Um, this is a mental switch over kind of time of seasons. Uh, we have to readjust our brains a little bit and keep reminding ourselves that it it could get very cold at any time. This next week's supposed to be pretty nice, but uh, it could get a little bit colder. And when this happens, hopefully you have unhooked all of the hoses on the outside of your home. I never trust that just because on that hose bib out there, it says frost proof or frost resistant or freeze stop or some other assuring words there uh, that uh, that you still, you still need to unhook your hoses for winter. You do this because the exterior hydrants in the walls of your home have a shutoff point that's actually about a foot or 14 inches back into the wall uh, from the outside surface uh, where it should not freeze. Uh, they are also supposed to be tipped at a slight downward angle so that the water that's beyond the outside wall of your house has a drain so that it can, when you shut it off, it'll it'll all drain out the end of there and not uh, hold it like a glass of water tipped on its side. Uh, the water on the other side of the washer and the seat should be out of the freezing areas that far back into your crawl space or into the interior of your home. If the angle is draining wrong or a hose is left on it with water in it, the front part has water in it, and it will freeze and split out the casing of this hydrant. Uh, people often think that right behind that valve, there's water right there. And in, in this type of a fixture, it's not. It's just a hollow tube there with a rod going down the middle of it, and the water is actually held back further into your house there. And you would never know that that casing broke 
this winter until perhaps next spring when you hook up a hose to it and you turn on the water and the nozzle on the end of it is shut off, but you still hear water running. Uh, well, it's all going into your wall or into the crawl space then because you broke your, your outside hose bib. And that costs about probably a minimum of 250 bucks to have a plumber come out and fix that. Uh, if you do have to replace a hose bib and you don't like turning those wagon wheel exterior valves, you know, around and around and around and around and around to get the water out, there are some one-quarter turn cartridge style hose bibs where you would perhaps turn the knob from 12 o'clock just to 9 o'clock. Uh, kids of the digital area don't know what I'm talking about there. Uh, but uh, on an analog clock, if you turned it from 12 to 9, then your faucet's on full. I have several of those in my house, and, and I really enjoy those. Some people don't. Uh, make sure you remove all the sprinklers, anything on the ends of your hose, and get them all into a bin or a tub or something so you can find those next year, let them all dry out. Uh, take the hoses and throw one end, like we heard uh, Danny talking about last week, take, take the hoses and throw one end of them you know, over a branch of a tree or a clothesline pole or the fence or anything, a basketball hoop, a deck rail, anything tall, and get uh, the middle of the hose up high and just run them down at an angle down to the ground. Let all the water drain out of the hoses, you know, for probably a full day. Let them dry out. Uh, hoses mostly have a, uh, a radial cord reinforcement inside of the rubber or vinyl casing, and it wants to take a certain roll or a certain set to the way that it was manufactured and forcing this to roll other ways could result in some kinks or pinches in the hose that could become permanent. Uh, so roll with the flow and coil up your hoses. Uh, you can put a little dab of Vaseline or something on the thread of uh, the, the, the male end of the hose and, and screw it into the other one. And that'll keep bugs and spiders and stuff from getting inside the hose over the winter. Put a strap around it or a rope or something and, and hang them up. Uh, if you can, it's better to use some of those half-round hose hangers so that uh, the hose doesn't all kink and sag over the winter and, and create some, uh, some, some bad points or folds in that vinyl or, uh, or, the, or the plastic that's on those hoses. Uh, you can also roll the hoses up inside of your spare tires that are in the garage. So if you're going to put your snow tires on, you can roll the hose up inside the old summer tires and uh, then you, you don't take up any additional storage space. So um, if, you has a, if you do have a hose that has one of those nasty folds in it and it's always pinching off the flow and you're having to you know, fiddle with it to get the water to come out the other end, that's a sign that that inner radial cord has uh, gotten damaged. And there's really no fix for that. You just need to trim out a four-inch section, you know, two inches on either side of that, uh, that wound there and then either put a splice in it or you could put a, a male and a female end on there and just make two shorter hoses out of, uh, out of the one long one. Uh, that can also be a result of freezing where the water did expand inside your hose and tore the cords. So there's your motivation to drain, dry, and properly store your hoses because, as you know, we covered that here on the show at one time where we talked about the different kind of hoses and how a good quality 25 to 30 year hose uh, is, is well over $100 right now for something of quality. 208 336 3700 is how you can join us on the show. We're going to take our break. We'll be back, wrap up today's program, 
Get ready for Bronco football right after this on News Talk KBOI. The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin will be right back on News Talk KBOI. Isn't it great knowing that when you need a realtor, you could have Idaho's number one realtor working for you? That's right. If you make a call to Matt Bauscher, you'll be treated with respect and professionalism no matter the size of your transaction. You've heard Matt here on the Home Fix Show with me. You've heard callers that have become his clients. Matt and his team are on top of what's happening in Idaho minute by minute, neighborhood by neighborhood. Choose quality and professionalism. Choose Matt Bauscher for your realtor. Visit BauscherRealEstate.com or call Matt at 208-631-3870. That's 208-631-3870. In accordance with fair housing laws, Matt Bauscher provides equal professional service without regard to the race, color, religion, sex, handicap, familial status, national origin, favorite football team, or sexual orientation of any prospective client, customer, or the residents of any community. What do you think is harder on your windows? The heat of summer or the cold of winter? The answer is winter. Cold temperatures put windows to the test. And if yours could use a better grade, Milgard Windows from Viewpoint Windows and Doors are a great choice for your home. Milgard Windows have one of the finest and fairest warranties in the window business. They even cover accidental glass breakage. They are a leader in innovation and continually are top rated for quality and value. Viewpoint Windows and Doors will not only install your new Milgard windows, but they can also provide any service you might need in the future. There is never a bad time of year to get your new windows because they work hard year-round. Okay, a little harder in the winter. Call 208-854-1877 or visit ViewpointWindows.com. 208-854-1877 or visit ViewpointWindows.com. Your home is your sanctuary, the one place you can always relax, decompress, and chill out. It's where everything should be perfect, including your air. Heating Equipment Company helps you achieve the perfect air you deserve with reliable, groundbreaking, award-winning Lennox products. Lennox home comfort systems are built to last with the newest technology that keeps your air perfect and helps you feel more relaxed and energized. And Heating Equipment Company is offering up to $1,800 in rebates on a new Lennox system or make no payment for six months when you finance a new Linux system for as little as $132 a month on systems quoted during the rebate program dates. That's right, we're making it easier than ever to achieve perfect air in your home. To learn more, call Heating Equipment Company at 208-459-2212 today or visit us online at heatingequipmentcompany.com. For great products, big savings, and perfect air, think Heating Equipment Company, your local Linux dealer. Terms and conditions apply. See dealer for details. The convenience and cleaning power of a central vacuum system is able to be added into existing homes. Coltrane Central Vac specializes in providing you with a quality, neat, and well-placed central vac system in your home. Most installations can be done in one day. Imagine adding a retractable hose that stores out of sight, but yet within easy reach anytime you need it. No more lugging heavy vacuum cleaners up and down stairs. With Coltrane Central Vac Systems, just take the lightweight cleaning tools you need with you. The power and the hoses are built into your house. Check out ColtraneVac.com to see their products in action, current specials, or to quickly order replacement bags, filters, or accessories. You know that a clean home is a healthy home, and Central Vacs have five times more power than portable vacuums. So change the way you clean. Start with a visit to Coltrane Central Vac, 208 208- 
895-8900. Open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Coltrane Central VAC, 208-895-8900. This is Home Fix with Joe Prin. If you'd like to talk to Joe, call now, 336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. Now back to Home Fix on News Talk KBOI. So next week, we're going to be in the same position as we are this week with the Home Fix Show. It'll be a one-hour program starting at 7.30. It is, a, uh, it is a program with all brand new topics. So make sure you're listening to that. Uh, I've already put that program together, and I think you're going to enjoy it. So be listening next week still for more Home Fix from uh, at 7.30 Saturday morning. Hey, as you're outside working on these hoses and that, take a look now around your house for any branches that happen to be hanging over your home. Stuff grows. A lot of trees grew quite well this this spring and this summer, and so did the bushes that may be out in the decorative bed areas around your home. Uh, now is the time that you probably do want to be trimming those back because as we start getting snow and maybe uh, rain with ice and combination of all that, maybe all on the same day, um, that will pull those branches down further and you don't want further, uh, you don't want frozen branches scrubbing up and down your shingles in the wind and grinding off all of the little granules or branches breaking off and damaging your roof or your gutters. Uh, also the bushes, you don't want them flattening out and pushing against the siding on your home and being frozen to it and damaging your paint or staining it. So uh, just look at them and see, you know, if, if you can get them within, you know, a, a foot or so, or maybe even more, depends on what the plant is, and see if they can be cut back a little bit uh, to uh, better ready them for, for, for winter. It's like, you know, cutting your raspberries back. You do the same thing on the decoratives that are around, around your home. Uh, we received a call uh, during here to a person not holding. They were asking for uh, help with someone to drill a residential well. Ah, okay. So um, are we asking for all the permitting to take place or do you have all that? And is it just a matter of getting it done? I think I'd start probably just personally with Burgess Pump. Uh, They're on my resource list at joeprin.com. You can go there and print out that whole list. And these are folks that I've experienced their services personally or have gotten very trusted uh, uh, referrals from listeners of the show and other friends of mine that have worked with these folks. And I know Burgess has taken care of me for many, many years. So I would ask them that, and I'm sure they, they have that service available to you. So uh, yeah, I'd try Burgess pump. And I guess it depends where you live. Uh, we didn't have that information. So uh, if you're in McCall or something, then that could be different. Uh, let's take a look at one more thing here. Uh, obviously, as we get into uh, the rainy season, coming up. Uh, I've heard this one before. People say, you know, I go out to get my mail out of the mailbox and uh, it's wet in there. Is there any way to, to seal a, a mailbox to keep the, the, you know, the snow and the rain from, from getting in there and ruining my, my mail? Uh, I think what could be happening there is, is one of two things, but yes, there is a solution to this. Um, so if, if it's a regular number one size mailbox, Make sure that it is tipped, well, or it could be a number two. Uh, make sure that it is tipped 
forward and down a little bit. Just like we were talking about with the hose bib earlier, the water needs to drain out. Uh, that's true for your mailbox also. Some people go in there and drill a bunch of holes in the bottom of it. And all that does is make a wonderful breeding ground for wasp nests <laughs> next spring or in summer. So uh, don't do that. Don't go put a bunch of holes in the bottom of your mailbox. But uh, make sure it's tipped down a little bit so that if water does get in around the door or something, it has a way to drain out. Now, if you can't do that because perhaps when it was set, it's inside of a, a masonry or a rock or some kind of an enclosure or something, you can make a wire rack for the bottom of your mailbox, much like the that wire rack that's in your toaster oven or, you know, in the broiler pan of your, of your oven. Uh, you could take some hard uh, quarter-inch hardware cloth and just make kind of a Z-folding piece of that, something that will just space the mail when it's laid on top of it uh, up off the bottom of the mailbox. And problem solved. You want to make sure that the edge of it is protected, though, so that as your postal carrier does not, or as they stick their hand into the box, they don't hit anything that's sharp there and uh, or get poked by it in any uh, any way, shape, or fashion. But I'm sure you've got something laying around the house, something you say, oh, this would be the perfect you know, spacer for out in my mailbox to keep the, the wetters, letters from getting wet. Uh, so a little history there. I dug this out once before. I thought we'd share this again. In 1915, the, uh, the post office department, as it was called there, the post office department, uh, adopted two standard mailbox designs, and they provided the detailed drawings of each of these to manufacturers. Uh, the smaller box, the number one, that's what most of us have is an 18 and a half inches long, six and a quarter inches wide, and seven and a half inches high. They're all kind of a standard size. Uh, this was uh, similar in size to some previously approved models, but they finally said, let's, let's standardize this a little bit. And then the larger box, the number two, was 23 and a half by 11 by 14 inches high, and uh, similar to the, the one the mailbox committee uh, made in 1913. And they intended that to be everybody's mailbox. That bigger mailbox was intended as the one that everybody was going to have. Well, that didn't end up working out. Uh, so both boxes are, are these tunnel-shaped, uh, one of the most popular styles of box on the market uh, because it's, it's simple to construct. Uh, and, and it has great weather resistance just by its basic design and and it wasn't anything that was patented or anything any manufacturer could make mailboxes but only the compliant models received approval and mail carriers would actually refuse to deliver mail if you didn't have the right mailbox uh, effective in July 1st of 1916 only the new boxes could be installed along rural routes and as well as uh, contract routes that were providing uh, provided box deliveries. But uh, in 1929, because of increasing amounts of parcel post and the, quote, inadequacy of the existing type of rural mailbox, uh, the department adopted the number two size as the only approved box. Uh, so that was the bigger one because it had like four times the capacity. Uh, but in 1936, they had to go, okay, wait a minute, this isn't working. So they, uh, they, they backtracked a little bit and uh, re-accepted re or uh, accepted the previously approved, then uh, outlawed, and then brought back the number one size box. Uh, and so anyway, you can have both of those now. But uh, you know all those fancy 
fish-shaped mailboxes or they look like, you know, uh, tractors or with opening mouths and you spin the wheels and lift the hood on the 57 Chevy or something to put the mail in. Well, most carriers, if you ask them about this, uh, most most mail carriers, they don't quite care for a lot of those. <laughs> they think, uh, yeah, they're cute and they look nice and they're fun, but it does uh, make their lives a little, little more difficult. Also, uh, if, if you've had your mailbox, you know, knocked over or something or it's uh, not looking good for the winter and you think, you know, this thing's just not going to survive another another Idaho winter, which could be anything from half an inch of snow to three feet, who knows, this year. But uh, you want to position your mailbox to where the bottom of the mailbox, when you open it up and you put your hand on where the letters are going to lay, that should be 41 inches to 45 inches from... The road surface, not the surface of the sidewalk, but from the road. So you may want to measure that, measure that height. Stick a piece of two by four in your mailbox and make sure it's level sticking out and measure down to the asphalt. Should be 41 to 45 inches at that point. And then if you do have a curb six to eight inches back from the the scrub tire edge of the curb. So as far as the mail delivery vehicle can get over front of your mailbox should be six inches to eight inches back from that point hey thanks for being with us here this morning go broncos i'll be back with you next week at 7 30 in the morning here on news talk kboi i'm joe prin thanks for listening i have always appreciated the proper insurance coverage when i needed it And I'm sure you have too, but now I think many of us have lost touch with our insurance and view it more as a formality. Brett Murphy with Boise River Insurance is local and independent, so he can work hard to find you what fits your needs the best. Homes have gone up significantly in value, and for some, at a rate that may have exceeded their coverage. Do you know for sure if you are covered? Do you even know who your agent is? If it's time for a face-to-face sit-down review, Brett Murphy is that kind of an agent. He will meet with you and answer all your questions. If you are new to this area and need to select your homeowner's coverage, talk to Brett and have him find you the best possible coverage and cost. Brett is available to talk to you regardless of who you get your insurance from. 208-949-2222 or email to brett at boiseriverinsurance.com. It's painting season, and if you need a little help getting the job done, call the Painting Pro. Brian and his team are ready to help you to the finest exterior paint job your house has ever had. All the prep work, all the detail, all the attention to clean up and the proper materials all come shining through in a fresh new coat of paint from the Painting Pro. Styles change, and perhaps your home is ready for some new colors. The Painting Pro will work with you to help you choose the best-looking combinations for your house and your personal style. It's amazing what new paint can do for a house as well as for you and how you feel about it. Look around. Styles and colors are changing, and if you're ready, so is the Painting Pro. Let's get this done. Call 208-378-4825 or visit PaintingPro.net to learn about the best paint job your home could hope to have. 208 378 4825. That's 208-378-4825 or paintingpro.net.